0: Want to go on a road trip? Then hitch a ride with Haley. So would you go with me? Fridays, 10 a.m. On Line Dancer Radio.
1: Good morning, welcome to Hitch A Ride with Hayley. My name is Hayley Wheatley and can we feel it today? How we doing? Uh, That first track today was Can You Feel It? The dance was Can You Feel It? choreographed by myself and Philip Sobrello from Singapore. The reason I started with that one today is because we finished up last week in Southport. It was Eurodance weekend last weekend. Oh, how difficult it was for a lot of us to stay home when we should have been there. But that particular dance was my last teach from my very last Eurodance. So uh, on to where we are going today and how are we all doing today? First of all, I'm just going to check into the chat room and see who is joining us on our travels and good morning Phoenix he is in the house morning Hayley tuned in for 9 p.m. over here winding down after a busy day of four days of classes, wow, and ladies coming for private tuition. What a busy week for you, Phoenix. Great to hear that everything is back up and running for you. And good morning, Sandra Burns, ready to go. Great gif in the chat room. And Claire Kitching is here too. She says, good morning, Haley. We are tuned in, I'm working, and Irene is pottering in the garden. Sounds lovely. I hope you get the sunshine there, Claire. And Daniel Dagmans is in the house. Good morning, Haley. And Hayley everyone and hello and welcome also to Anne Kristen Sandberg. Hello Haley, and all. She is also trying to do some gardening in this heat. 35 in the sun. Crazy will be here when I need shadow. And uh, Jim is also in the house from the USA. Good morning, Haley and fellow hitchhikers. It's great to have you all with me. And this is where I'm gonna head off to first. We're gonna go to the USA. First of all today, I'm gonna take you to the Peach State, to Georgia State, a state with a population of 10 million. And did you actually know, um, it's the largest state east of the Mississippi? It's also named after King George II of England. Now, King George granted the state charter in 1732. And one of the things he requested was that the state was named after him. Now, how better for us to get to Georgia today, but on a fast train. So our very first dance is gonna be fast train to Georgia. This is one that was choreographed by Larry Bass.
2: Shack. They say my mammy left me the same day that she had me, said she hit the road never once looked back. And now I just thought I'd mention my grandma's old age pension is the reason why I'm standing here today. I got all my country learning, milk, banana, turning big and cotton, raisin, Talking in your brand new shiny Plymouth Racktop car So it's hurry up and wait in this world of give and take This my case it makes the waste every time And a prayer to my soul, when you hear those ages roll You better know I'm gonna get my share of mine
1: better to get to georgia than on a fast train welcome everybody to georgia in the united states and I am talking about Georgia State the Peach State not the country Georgia in Europe I would love to go to either of these places never been but let me know in the chat room if you have and welcoming into the chat room good morning to Sarah Sarah Jelkanen says hello there Haley. I need to do the dishes while listening no dishwasher here at the summer cottage oh I'm sorry to hear that Sarah but I've seen your photographs and I think that the views out near your cottage are very well worth those dishes and good morning to Phil Wheatley my husband he's checking in from another part of my house somewhere so thank you for listening and Linda Burgess lovely to see you this morning how you doing honey and uh, some great little good morning dancing there on that gif from you so we are in Georgia it is in the United States it is a wonderful place apparently although I've never been And it is actually the very first state that lowered the legal voting age from 21 to 18. So one of those other places that we hit on that is ahead of its game. And did you know Georgia is the home to the invention of the Cherokee written alphabet. A little interesting fact there. The very first Sunday school in America was started in Savannah, Georgia, by John Wesley in 1736, and it is the country's top producer of pecans, or I think I, think I pronounce it in American pecan, Peanuts and Vidalia onions. In fact, the state's onions are considered some of the sweetest in the world. I love, love, love pecan pie. It is one of my favorite things. So definitely I will go out to Georgia for that. Georgia also has a state possum called Pogo. You can watch his antics in an animated cartoon if you so wish. And another little Georgia fact, in Georgia funeral directors can lose their license if They use obscene language in the company of a corpse. So, there we go, be very careful to all those funeral directors out in Georgia. And of course, as a lot of places in the world, it is home to some good choreographers. And the first one I'm going to highlight on is a gent called Scott Schrank. Now he has lots of lovely choreographies in his own right, but he has co-choreographed one with Junior Willis to a great Carrie Underwood song. Now you may have done his dance, you may have done Neville Neville and Julie's, that was another dance over here that hit but i remember seeing scott's dance um on a video and seeing it done in america and it is beautiful choreography so well done to him and junior for this one and i'm gonna play this one next it's called cry pretty
3: i'm sorry but i'm just a girl not usually to show my heart to the world I'm pretty good at keeping it together I hold my composure for worse or for better so I apologize if you don't like what you see but sometimes my emotions get the best of me and falling apart is as human as it gets, you can't hide, you can't find what the truth is. You can not really lie and say it's okay,
4: you can not smile and just walk
3: it up, lace or on stones, it don't matter if you're in a crowd, or home, or alone, yeah, it's all the same, when you're looking in the mirror, a picture, a pair, a
1: beautiful piece of music that is. Carrie Underwood really is something else, isn't she? What a beautiful voice. And I can see why there are so many dancers to that track. Of course, Neville and Julie's was really popular up near where I live. And Sandra is in the chat room saying she does a lovely beginner one too of Carl's. But today I just wanted to highlight one that's doing so well in America and is very popular there. A beautiful piece of choreography by Scott Schrank from Georgia and by Junior Willis. And uh, check that one out if you haven't seen it. And thank you, Sandra, for that gif of a little bit of crying there. It is very appropriate for that song. A very powerful song, that one. And uh, we were celebrating a dance of Scott because we are in Georgia, in the United States. And as usual, I find all these facts as I research these places and it makes me want to visit there. But actually, there's a tree in Athens, Georgia, that owns itself and an eight foot radius of land. Professor William Jackson deeded the tree and the land to the tree in early 19th century. That tree actually did blow down in the 1940s, but it was replaced with a new tree from the original trees acorn so it stayed right and atlanta is known as the birthplace of the civil rights movement you can find martin luther king jr's house on auburn avenue and i am going to come back to martin luther king in a bit as we step into georgia and atlanta is such an amazing place to visit my brother was actually telling me he knows a singer from there and she is an absolutely amazing singer. Um, I heard her voice last night. Maybe I can play one of her tracks at some point. But there are over 55 streets in Atlanta with the name Peachtree. Some historians believe that the streets are a reference to the Native American village Standing Pitch Tree, a Creek Indian settlement near Atlanta and not in fact a reference to the fruit. And here's one for me. If you love a cold Coke, you've got Georgia to thank. At a drug store in Columbus Georgia in May 1886 John Pemberton formulated the popular drink and actually Georgia was the first state to charter a university the University of Georgia that was and home to the first college in the world chartered the, uh, that chartered degrees to women Um, so the very first that chartered degrees to women and that was the Wesleyan College so uh, a lot of history there for wonderful Georgia and of course I believe it's warm and the peaches are good there and it's home to a lot of choreographers again I'm just highlighting two of these today but another one I'm gonna mention is the brilliant Eddie Huffman. I've watched a good few of Eddie's classes online and he's great and he's choreographed a few kind of cool dances and um, I want to highlight one of these. This is one of the ones I I really really like. It's a Larry Fleet song and uh, the dance is called Higher on Fire.
4: Never knock me out look like it never made me stumble Right hook won't lay me down Wrong look won't lead to trouble Always made me stubborn That pride never made me proud Soft me up made me tough And no one ever got to me this way
1: Thank you Eddie Huffman for that wonderful piece of choreography and the music is called baby you do by Larry fleet the dance is actually called higher on fire choreographed by Eddie. Check that one out too, if you haven't already of course. And we're just looking at famous Georgians when I was researching this week. Famous Georgians are Ray Charles, Jimmy Carter, Kanye West and Hulk Hogan. Let me know if you can think of any others as well and we'll add them in. We're also talking about uh, events and stuff uh, and I'm going to come to Jim's uh, chat message in a moment. Oh, I'm actually just looking at Phoenix's message. He's taught a couple of dancers to you cry pretty uh i say i can see why it's an amazing track huh all right so jim hot Lanta is one of the events that uh is popular in georgia one of our dance events and if you look at that great picture if you are in the chat room that jim has shared and he's saying larry bass we've played one of larry's this morning is the back right with the cowboy hat on And um, Scott Schrank, uh, whose track we've also played today, his Cry Pretty we played, he is front row all the way left and I'm I'm zooming into that picture because I'm sure you can see some more familiar faces in there that you'll recognize for sure, for sure. Great picture, thank you very much, Jim that is awesome so i am also i can't let it, uh georgia go past without playing a florida georgia line song and um just because it's got georgia in the name and did you know when the name of this group was first being put together they wanted something related to oranges and peaches and of course what better they picked out georgia because georgia is the peach state and florida as we found out in the show a few weeks earlier is very popular for its oranges it was going to be something with oranges and peaches in the name, but they're like, nope, we got it. Let's call it Florida Georgia Line. So, so many great Florida Georgia Line songs to pick out. But because we sped here on a fast train, I figured that we could use this brilliant Pat Stott dance next. And it is the, the um, track is actually called The Speed of Love, but the dance is called Love in the Fast Lane. Here it is.
4: The that I seen her knew I had to make her
2: mine And just a game of pool, a little shot on a stool And I already had her digits down the business Ain't no sense in wasting time It
4: feels like we fly down the highway Spinning out sideways, while an hour go. Top down, fastback, mascot, short track, butter butter we down the road
2: Floor. we meant every word of that don't disturb hanging on the hotel door because we was making out and we was knocking boots and it was just last night we was introduced i guess time
4: flies when you're moving at the speed of love feels like we fly down the highway spinning out sideways, 100 mile an hour we go time now fastback NASCAR, short track over overnight
2: Just to check out a diamond ring. Got a girl, she gorgeous. Yeah, that's who this is for. And it's only been a couple weeks.
4: Feels like we flyin' down the highways, spinning outsideways, wondering mile and how we go. Top Speed low.
1: in the Fast Lane choreographed by Pat Stott and the music was Speed of Love by the Florida Georgia Line and Jim was just saying about the Florida Georgia Line in the chat room because we were talking about how they were choosing the name, something to do with oranges and peaches. Jim says why wouldn't they have just gone with the name Fruit Pie? I don't get it I don't understand it that would have been my pick too, Jim and uh, we were talking about hotlanta the event hotlanta 2 in the chat room and um, Jim mentioned uh, he shared a picture actually and uh, he was telling me that they don't do this event anymore it was a JC dance event what a shame it looks awesome and Ross Brown's checked into the chat room good morning Hayley and everyone he's tuned in and he's shared a great gif of Minnie saying good morning I must point out Ross I have not mention Disney today. You've just spoilt it. See, you're the bad influence today. And uh, Sandra Burns has shared a brilliant gif there. They're speeding by. Okay, so we were talking a little bit about Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, his celebratory home is in Georgia still. You can visit it. So I thought how better to take a look at this particular icon i love martin luther king i love his i have a dream speech i love what he wanted and it was something that is not really happening in the world today i feel like we're not really seeing eye to eye and i think that's all he wanted actually not for anybody to be better than anybody else but for people to see eye to eye. So who is this man? Martin Luther King Jr. was born in the United States of America to African-American parents. At birth he was nicknamed Michael King but his father later changed his name to Martin Luther King. When Martin Luther King was growing up life was hard for African-Americans. The southern United States operated under the Jim Crow laws that kept black and white people segregated and black people had different schools, toilets and even sections of the bus to white people. They were denied the right to vote in all elections. Martin Luther King had his first experience of segregation at just six years old. He was told he wasn't allowed to play with his white friend anymore. His father's friend wouldn't allow it. And I guess that in his I have a dream speech about talking about children going hand in hand was probably inspired from that experience. What a shame. His first major role in the civil rights movement came in 1955 after an African American lady Rosa Parks was arrested for refusing to give up her seat to a white man on a bus. This sparked outrage in the African-American community and Martin helped to organize a boycott of the city's buses. After 381 days of protest, a court finally ruled that such segregation laws should no longer be recognized. Martin was a great believer in peaceful protest. He was inspired by Mahatma Mahatma Gandhi and uh, his protests used no violence tactics. Even the protesters themselves were, even when they were met with violence from the police. I'm giggling as I'm pronouncing. My cat is wanting feeding. She's brushing against my feet at the moment. That's one of the things from being on the radio from home. In 1963, Martin gave his, favorite, his famous I Have a Dream speech at a famous rally named March on Washington, and over 250,000 people gathered in the country's capital to hear Martin and other activists speak about the importance of civil rights. It has become one of the most famous speeches in history and focuses on Martin's dream of a society where black people and white people live together in harmony. And uh, tragically, Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated in 1968 in Tennessee where he had given a speech the day before. He was standing on his balcony on his hot- at his own hotel when he was shot James L. Ray was convicted of his murder and spent the rest of his life in prison despite the fact he claimed to be innocent. James died in 1998 and of course there's a monument to Martin today and I could go on lots about this guy but I was just outlining those facts and uh, I know we've all heard of him but what what an amazing person he was. I think anybody that will stand up and uh, declare that they stand for something important, it they are amazing um not so much as as a lot of the things that are going on today about people thinking they're right you just got to stand up for what you believe in and be brave enough to say it um so very controversial at the minute as i'm touching on it but what a brilliant place georgia is and what a brilliant place georgia has been i hope you've enjoyed being here with me i'm going to play as out of georgia now with a dance called it called Sweet Georgia Peaches. The, um, the track is actually just Georgia Peaches, but it's called Sweet Georgia Peaches, and I'll let you know after the song who this one was choreographed by.
0: Join Ross on his travels, Wednesday, 12 p.m., here on Line Dancer Radio. Like hey, Every Wednesday, from 10 a.m. to noon, on Line Dancer Radio. Join Susie Bowe for the Love to Line show for some gossip and laughter.
1: And that last song I played for you was a dance called Sweet Georgia Peaches and I said after the song I'll let you know who the choreographer is and the choreographer is a gent called Rep Ghazali I'm sure we've heard of him have we he is just the sweetest guy with a big heart of gold I love him to bits now Rep is actually from or he lives in Edinburgh in the United Kingdom so I'm gonna take you from Georgia now and we're gonna sweep over to Edinburgh Edinburgh in Scotland. Now, this is a very specifically special place for me. I've spent most of my life traveling up to Edinburgh because it is where my dad was born and raised, it's where my brother was born, and it's where a lot of my family still live. My grandma was there um, when she was alive, and we spent a lot of weekends up enjoying the sights in Edinburgh. And uh, it, there's so many choreographers that come from that area. I'm going to spread out a little bit. But have you been to Edinburgh? Edinburgh. I'm just checking in the chat room. If you've been to Edinburgh, please let me know. We're just welcoming Dave Morgan into the chat room. Lovely to see him, and he's welcoming Joan Auden. I think Joan's trying to get in here, so come on in, Joan, and enjoy your chat with us. Um, so, did you know um, Edinburgh is actually named the best city the world, in the world to live in in an Arcadis study? Now, I, I know I go over the best places each week because every study comes up with a different place, but yeah, Arcadis thought that they had very high education rates and they have very low crime rates in edinburgh so there we go but there's beautiful sights to see in edinburgh if you ever want to visit up there if you haven't yet you have um the castle of course edinburgh castle is up there Uh, arthur's seat is one of the sites that reminds me of edinburgh i used to look at arthur's seat this is a big dormant volcano that sits in edinburgh and um uh, it, I used to look at it from my grandma's kitchen window. You could see that, that sight from the window. So when I see Arthur's seat, I know I'm close to Edinburgh. Um, you've got the Royal Mile and Holyrood House. Holyrood House is the Queen's residence in Edinburgh. And the Royal Mile is what takes you there. It's one mile from Edinburgh Castle to holy Rood house and i was chatting to my dad a little bit about uh, his experience because he went to school as a child um, opposite an old toll booth at canongate on the royal mile and i just asked him how that was and he said one of the things he actually remembers was the fact that when the queen visited they used to have to go out and wave to her now when she visited and she was having to go in and out of the house regularly the school children would still have to go out onto that royal mile and wave to her. So he said he was a bit sick of the Queen coming where he was in school. It was like, oh, the Queen's coming again. Oh, no, really? Because they'd have to be out there on the streets waving to her. And um, I have, I have lots of cool stories. I'm going to tell you another one after the next one. But I wanted to stick with Rep for a little while. Now, Rep is in Edinburgh. And if you ever follow him on Instagram, he shares some beautiful pictures of Edinburgh parks and botanical gardens and the sites of Edinburgh, so if you're on Instagram, follow Rep and have a look at all those brilliant Edinburgh sites I'm going to play you next my particularly favourite Rep Ghazali Mini dance, I love the words to this, they are so beautiful and the dance is Rosa Del Mar
5: Take a flight out of Texas road to Mexico. Took my suitcase and six train. Spent some time on the coast. Took a little vacation, a weekend getaway. Then the moment I saw her. She smiled at me She took my love I gave her my heart Una flor que hermosa Mi rosa del mar Every third of September I know where i On that shoreline With her memory Like the moon falls the ocean She calls to me That's where I belong I buscar mi corazón La rosa de
1: Dancers Rosa Del Mar choreographed by Rep Ghazali Meanie, and what a great track that is I actually use that one with my beginners for Elvira too. we do Elvira to that one it's such a beautiful song and I was mentioning rep just before that I'm loving these gifs you're sharing Sandra she's put on a little gif that says I know him (laughs) and uh, we've got Edinburgh Castle there if you're in the chat room and a cheer for Scotland 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 that's where we are and Sandra Douglas she says princess street gardens and the botanical gardens my favorite all okay. right places. And yeah, I know you go to Edinburgh a lot, Sandra. Um, so you know a lot about that area. There are some beautiful places up in Edinburgh. If anyone is thinking of visiting, I take my, people up there. I'm always recommending people go up there. Uh, Philip came over from Singapore and I took him up to Edinburgh to show him around. Um, my cousins are up there. So we just we just arrived at my cousin's house and she put us up, bless her. And um, <laughs> Phoenix is talking about Rosa Del Mar, the Dance. He says, I just revised this with my improver class. Class on Tuesday night. Nice dance and music. It sure is. And Clive Ria is saying good morning, Hayley and everybody. Sorry I'm a bit late. I'm just back from the doctors and a blood test looking forward to the show. Well, you missed Georgia this morning, Clive, but we still have a lot of traveling to do. So welcome to Edinburgh, Scotland. And I was just talking a little bit about how special this is from me because all my family is from Edinburgh. I'm half Scottish. I'm a half breed. And um, we were talking about the castle um, and Holy Root House and I was talking about um, some memories that my dad had and just another one was the fact that um, my grandma as a child actually had carpet in her house from the Queen's residence in Holyrood House. Um, so her father, my great granddad, I guess uh, knew someone who fitted the carpets there and they were getting rid of the carpets and they said, hey, how would you like one of these carpets that's been in the Queen's residence hardly used? So they did, so they fitted it in his house. Now this is about the 1920s in mind they that nobody had carpet then they were all bare floors and uh, my grandma lived in a very small little house with an outside toilet but in the living room she had the queen's carpet and it's a great story i love it when my dad tells me that he was telling me a lot of stuff about edinburgh And one of the stuff people always uh, hear about, it's not such a fun story, it's a bit of a gruesome story, but it is about Burke and Hare. Do we know about Burke and Hare? In the late 1820s, William Burke and William Hare supplied anatomist Dr. Robert Knox with fresh corpses for research and they earned the reputation of the body snatchers. Now at the time there was a shortage of uh, bodies to use for anatomy classes at the University of Edinburgh and uh, they were looking for bodies but this gave rise to an illegal new industry in the city grave robbing. Burke and Hare took a different route from most body snatchers and they actually murdered people before passing on their bodies to science. The last murder Burke and Hare committed um, took place on Halloween in 1828. They actually murdered 16 people in total over a 10 to 12 month period. Burke invited Mary Campbell to a Halloween party on that last fateful night at his home. He asked the other revelers to leave before killing her and hiding her body under the bed. He also had to get rid of some lodgers who were staying with him. But the next day, some of his lodgers came back to retrieve some clothing and discovered the woman's body under the bed. While they were away, alerting the police, the body was taken to Dr. Knox. And by the time the police arrived, there was nothing but a spot of blood on his bed. When the police quizzed Burke and his wife, the couple gave different times to when the woman left. One said 7pm and the other said 7am. Now Hare turned King's evidence. He turned against his friend and admitted guilt and he provided evidence against his accomplice in return for immunity in relation to three of the murders. But the last one wasn't proven. Burke was hanged outside St Giles Cathedral on January the 28th, 1829. Although it remains unknown what became of her hair, Burke's skeleton was donated to the anatomy museum in the University of Edinburgh, where it hangs today. How funny he ended up there himself after all those bodies he brought to the university. Despite public outcry, Robert Knox was never actually tried for his involvement in the murders, though his reputation in Edinburgh was severely damaged. Shortly after the Hare case, the Royal College of Surgeons pressured him to resign. And uh, he was no longer curator of the museum after that. So there we go, Burke and Hare, the story. If uh, if you're into history and gruesome history, that is one to watch. And uh, Tom is in the house. Hello, I'm just nipping back to the chat room before our next track. He says, hi guys, listening in while doing the chores. Busy, busy today there, Tom. And Joan Nord is saying, I love Edinburgh. Lived an hour from there in a wee tune called Berwick upon Tweed. My ancestors are from Scotland and we had a wee castle on the Isles of Barra called Kissamore Castle and they are the McNeils of Barra. Thank you for that Joan. And, uh, Jonah, actually, I know you got married in a castle. I remember you telling me that. So that's very, very cool. (laughs) So Tom's just added in, doing chores like this. Uh, He's dancing around as he listens to Line Dancer Radio. So of course, I need to play you another song next. And um, I can't go up to Edinburgh without hitting on of one of my bezies, one of my lovely friends, Heather Barton. She is so great and she's done so many great dances. So which one do I choose from? Um, I decided to settle on this next one because it was co-choreographed with David Thomas. And now um, David uh, actually lives a little bit south of Edinburgh. He, I would pass him on my way to Edinburgh from where I live. And uh, he's got some great, great pieces of choreography coming out too. This one is a Heather and David co-choreography. It is called Gosh Damn. dam by our beautiful Scott choreographers heather barton and david thomas so we're talking about our scottish choreographers and about edinburgh because that's where we're hitting down on today i mentioned i'm not quite english i'm not quite scottish i'm like a half breed in the middle <laughs> but it's fun actually and uh, i was asking have you been to scotland do you want to go to scotland let me know in the chat room because i love to hear what your thoughts are on this place Sarah Jalkinen is saying, Edinburgh is one of my biggest gaps I have in my travel history, or actually the whole of Scotland, but it would require many visits. I know how awesome it is all over. Yes, it is, and it's God's country, according to the Scottish people. If you look at the views there, you will see why. Come visit me, Sarah. I can take you up to Edinburgh. I'm not far from there. Uh, Come stay here. And uh, Sarah Burns is saying, I'm 10 miles from Glasgow over on the West Haley in a place called Blantyre. That's great to know. I didn't know that's where you were from, Sandra. If you have any time, Sandra, send me an inbox with some info about that area. We would It would be great to, to go to Glasgow too and just investigate a little bit more about that and the choreographers there. Claire Kitching is saying my father's family are from Edinburgh, although he was actually born in Belize and those that are left are now in Glasgow. So you have a lot of family places you could visit up there, Claire. Joan's dancing away and um, Sa- Sandra's laughing because I'm a half-breed. Yes, I am. I used to get teased in class because all the kids down where I live in North England go, Mum, Mum, where's your mum? And I used to say my mum because my dad was Scottish. he would always call my mum, Mum. So I, I wasn't quite English, I, I wasn't quite Scottish, I wasn't quite anything, but <laughs> that's me, that's who I am. And uh, if you're thinking of visiting Edinburgh, look out for some of the cool sites there. The Fringe Festival is one of the main ones that people go for, it's great. The Edinburgh Festival Fringe is the single biggest celebration of art and culture on the planet. For three weeks in August, the city of Edinburgh welcomes an explosion of creative energy from around the globe. Thousands of performers they do travel to take hundreds of stages all over the city to present shows for every taste, from big names in the world of entertainment to unknown artists looking to build their careers. The festival caters for everyone. It includes theater, comedy, dance, physical theater, circus, cabaret, children's shows, musicals, opera, music, spoken word, exhibitions, and events. So if you're looking for somewhere to go, do head out to the, the Fringe Festival. It was actually on my way up to there last year. I met Alexander Armstrong, the presenter. Uh, we were just in the same restaurant that he was. We had a great time. And actually, if you want to watch our video on that, just type into YouTube, The Adventurinos Fringe Festival and you can watch what our experience was like. Of course, Edinburgh Castle is a world famous icon of Scotland and it is part of the Old and New Town's World Heritage Site. Um, It was recently voted the top UK heritage attraction in the British Travel Awards and it is Scotland's number one paid for tourist attraction. The most famous of Scottish castles has a complex building history. The oldest part is St Margaret's Chapel and it dates from around the 12th century. Of course the crown jewels are kept there, or they're also known as the the Scottish honours. You have the Stone of Destiny and you have some famous 15th century guns. You have dungeons, you can go underground there. And um, the military tattoo is there. I'm sure you've heard of the, the Edinburgh tattoo. The Royal Edinburgh Military Tattoo is an annual series of military tattoos performed by the British Armed Forces, Commonwealth and international military bands. And artistic performance teams on the Esplanade of Edinburgh Castle, they perform that right there in the capital of Scotland. It's held every August and uh, as one of the uh, brilliant, brilliant parts of the Edinburgh Festival tattoo is amazing. Have you ever been there? I've, I've never done it, but I was saying I would love to. I'd love to go and see it. I remember my mum saying when she was newly married there, they could see and hear it from their apartment window. How magical that would have been. Um, so check out that if you're going there. And of course, Edinburgh is kind of two towns in one. You have the old town Edinburgh and the new town. And uh, we mentioned, I think Sandra mentioned Prince's Street. It's one of the oldest shopping streets um, that you can go to It's a wonderful place. Uh, I love Princess Street, love visiting there and um, actually a design competition was held in January 1766 to find a suitably modern layout for the new suburb. It was won by 26 year old James Craig who following the natural contours of the land proposed a simple axial grid. With a principal thoroughfare along the ridge linking two square gardens. So, if you go to Edinburgh Centre and think, wow, this is really well laid out, that is why it was actually a competition that went very well. I'm checking into the chat room as well just to see how we're doing because Carolyn's joined us. Hello, Carolyn. Just joining us now, listening to you ask about Scotland. We are now planning a two-week road trip, leaving in a few weeks. Oh, how cool. You driving, Carolyn? You can pop in and say hi to me if you want. I'll, I'll probably be passed on your way. Now, another little Scottish Track that, um, not a Scottish track, but a Scottish choreographer has done a wonderful dance. Um, I want to just mention my lovely friend Siobhan Forrest. She is a really, really beautiful dancer and she choreographed. A dance last year. She's done competitions and everything for years, and she brought out this dance. She had a crack at it, and it was lovely. Um, now, I know you've done You Are the Reason by Nevon Julie. I know you've probably done You Are the Reason Baby, which uh, is, is one that my kids love actually, um, by Alison Johnston. But uh, this Shiv choreographed to a slightly different track. It's You Are The Reason, but it's sang by Callum Scott and Leona Lewis. And the dance is called Just To Be With You.
3: There goes my heart
6: beating, cause you are the reason.
5: I'm losing my sleep. Please come back
7: There goes my mind erasing And you are the reason That I'm still
4: breathing I'm hopeless now I'd climb every mountain.
3: is my head shaking
1: And, and so many beautiful dancers to that track but of course I was highlighting this different version and the dance by Siobhan Forrest who is from the Edinburgh area so uh, really well done on that choreography Shiv and uh, I'm just asking or oh, we're talking about places and things you can do in Edinburgh Sandra Douglas says the royal yacht out at the ocean in the center of Leith is definitely worth a look so we'll bear that in mind thank you Sandra and um, we're saying about that last dance it's still a favorite and uh, Teresa guys has popped into the house hello Teresa welcome to Edinburgh Scotland and I am going on and on about Edinburgh because it's like my second home I spent a lot of time there growing up and uh, I know a lot about it and uh, highlighting some some famous authors from there uh, we have all heard, I'm sure, of Robert Louis Stevenson. He really did set the scene for a lot of pirate stories with his book, Treasure Island. And he wrote Jekyll and Hyde too. Um, Has anyone read Jekyll and Hyde? If you go to Edinburgh, pop into Deacon Brody's, there's a lot of kind of Jekyll and Hyde information you can find in Deacon Brody's. It's a pub. I remember passing it last time I was in Edinburgh. And the reason that the connection is there is because when Robert Louis Stevenson was writing *Jekyll and Hyde*, he um, he knew this. Deacon Brodie, who was a counsellor at the time. And by day, he was a very, very respectable character who um, many looked up to. But by night, he was a burglar. He burgled people's houses and his character totally changed. And this particular man was the inspiration for Jekyll and Hyde, those two characters. And so now Deacon Brodie stands in tribute to that. And of course, there's a Scott monument in Edinburgh. Walter Scott was a writer that romanticised Scotland. He wrote books. Uh, such as The Heart of Midlothian, Rob, Roy and Ivanhoe and in a lot of ways he made Scotland what it is seen as by the outside world today. Um, he he romanticized it in the sense that uh, he talked about the kilt and uh, the little feather in the cap and uh, the ski and do which is that little dagger that tucks into the socks um, of those those kilt socks that they wear. So Walter Scott is is very famous for that. And do we know the story of Greyfriars Bobby? Now in the middle of Scotland Centre, Greyfriars Bobby is a statue that stands just outside the museum. If you go to Edinburgh Museum, again I mentioned our video and we went to the museum that day, uh, Greyfriars Bobby was a Sky Terrier, a, a little gorgeous dog who became known in the 19th century in Edinburgh because he spent 14 years guarding the grave of his owner until, his, until he died himself uh, on the 14th of January 1872. The story continues to be well known in Scotland throughout several books and films he indeed was a very loyal dog and if you're a dog owner you know how loyal they can be but 14 years on his owner's grave wow and that statue is there and my dad was actually telling me the statue used to be a drinking fountain um, but a very old kind you used to have the metal cup attached to the chain and go there for a drink but you can still see the statue today even though you can't get a drink there so check that out now um i'm just reading some of these chat rooms brilliant brilliant carolyn's saying you are the reason baby love the duet version it's one of my improver class favorites so we we do all the dances. they're great linda burgess is saying you are the reason wow and love that version isn't it nice and different and carolyn's saying went to edinburgh for new year's eve 2018 hadn't heard of Hogmanay until that trip quite the celebration. Yeah, everything's a little bit different. And of course, Old Lang Syne that you sing at New Year is a Scottish tradition, but if you go up to Hogmanay, you'll find it a little bit different than the way we have kind of uh, anglicized it in England. Um, so do, if you've ever, never been to a Scottish Hogmanay, go. Um, and we're just talking about um, all the different things you can do in Edinburgh and all the wonderful things. But of course, if you head north, you get to the Fourth Bridge. And uh, I, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, uh, the saying, it's like painting the Fourth Bridge. And that's because back in the day when they didn't have the technology they had now, they used to have to paint the, the Fourth Bridge by hand. And as soon as you'd finished one end, just because it was so long, you would have to go back to the start and start painting it again. So it was a never-ending job so a lot of a lot of you us use that terminology you know for never ending jobs it's like painting the fourth bridge now, if you were to head over the fourth bridge. And uh, you can get there over three bridges. There's two roads and one rail bridge. Uh, why they haven't built a fourth, to make it the fourth fourth bridge, I don't know. But if you head over there, you will get to Fife. And it is just up the way, and of course, we have a lot of dances and choreographies that come from there too. Um, up the road in Fife, it's, it's uh, the home of St. Andrews, actually, which is the home of golf. So you can, you can head up that way if you want to. And uh, one of the choreographers that came to my mind is a lady called Leslie Stewart. Now, I think Leslie is up from Fife Way and you will know her dances. She choreographed one called Just Another Woman, which I was going to play today, but I found a modern one that she has choreographed that I love. Um, It was co-choreographed actually with Rep and um, it is to a song that I picked up and loved a little bit of background noise for you there um this is a track called beer can't fix i was i had this in my collection to choreograph to i saw that rep and leslie had done one and uh i just went with this one i just picked up this one and did it and taught this one the dance is called lonely heartbroken and hungover
5: you're all alone at a party you want to dance with somebody but you ain't got a clue how to ask You and your girl had a fight And now she's saying goodbye She ran upstairs and packed her bags It could be raining on your perfect vacation You could be stressed about your work situation Ain't gotta listen to me, but all I'm saying Ain't nothing that a beer can't fix Ain't no pain, it can't wash away
4: Towns look a little less gray. Oh, you could be lonely But heartbroken But over from the night before Turn that frown into a smile real quick There ain't nothing that a beer can fix You're on a lake and you're fishing It's hot and all that you're getting Is a little nibble here that championship ring and you're feeling like life ain't fair it could be raining on your perfect vacation you could be stressed about your work situation ain't nothing that a bitch can't fix
1: And a Kraken song right there. That's a newish one choreographed by Leslie Stewart. And rep Mini both up just there in the Fife and Edinburgh area and uh, just checking in the chat room again and Kristen Sandberg is saying damn hot outside nice music Haley. can anyone get me a cold drink well ain't nothing a beer can't fix and Sandra Burns is obliging there with that lovely gif of a little dog drinking beer he's so cute and uh, Linda Burgess has got a lovely smiley gif for us there and Sandra Douglas is telling me I have a lot to answer for because Jeff is dancing around the kitchen how cool cool. Hi Jeff, how are you doing? And uh, I'm going to go straight into this next one because I'm not going to keep us in Edinburgh all day long, but I've enjoyed being here with you. And uh, this is an up and coming choreographer, a lovely guy named Nathan Gardner, and he's choreographing a few dancers at the moment. I did one with him a few years ago when he found a track and he said, you know, do you want to do this one with me and give it a go? So I worked on that one a bit with him and he has continued to flourish since then, he's doing really well, and this is one of his I like. It's called Loca Contigo.
7: Have you ever been with somebody?
0: At 10pm It's time to Carry on up the line With Dave Morgan (laughs) The top 20 of the week And the ones You've got to watch Exclusively On Line Dancer Radio And that
1: last track Was a dance choreographed by Fife choreographer Nathan Gardner. The song was Jonas Blue. It was called Wild and the dance is called Loca Contigo, which basically means I want to get wild with you. I want to get crazy with you. And well done on that one, Nathan Gardner. And Kristen's actually tagged Nathan in there and said, yay, well done. And Joan is dancing away. So great job there, Nathan. I'm going to take you from Scotland now, from Fife, from Edinburgh. We're going to go back over to Asia. And I am going to take you to a country that was once known as Siam but that was a Portuguese selected name from a very old Sanskrit word from the 16th century and in 1938 they modernized this country and they renamed it as Thailand. So that's where we're heading. Thailand is actually the only country in the Southeast Asia that has never been colonized under European power, which is where the name comes from. uh, Thailand actually translates as land of the free. And my neighbors actually have a second home in Thailand. So I hear a lot about this place when I chat to them. And it's a place, again, I've never visited. Did anybody watch that old movie with Leonardo DiCaprio in called The Beach? I think anybody who sees that and doesn't want to go to Thailand after watching that movie is crazy because you see the beaches and the beautiful scenery and uh, I think he was out actually in Fifi area when he filmed that Um, but beautiful, beautiful settings and it shows you Bangkok so uh, there's a one to watch if you haven't seen it and today I'm taking you there with me Um, hitch a ride with me Fasten your seatbelts, the first track I'm gonna play you is a Thai love song, it's called Thai love song and it's choreographed by Ivy Tang.
2: 如果你跟我谈情说爱 我让你same same 每天都紧张
1: Good ending to that one. Thai love song. That one was called Choreographed by Ivy Tang. And we are in Thailand at the moment. So if you have been to Thailand or would like to go, please let me know in the chat room. I'm very interested to see how many of us have been there. It's, it's a place been on my list for a very long time. I still haven't made it there yet. Um, we were talking a little bit before that song about how Thailand used to be called Siam. And did you know the very first Siamese twins were born in Thailand? That's why they're called Siamese twins. Chang and Eng Bunker, the first known Kajoin twins, were born on the 11th of May, 1811, in a province near Bangkok in the kingdom of Siam, as we would know today as Thailand. The twins married two different women who were also sisters, and each couple were parents to more than 10 children each. Initially, they lived together and shared a big bed, Big enough for four, but after a number of years the two sisters began quarreling, and so two separate households were established. The Siamese brothers then ended up spending three consecutive nights at each home until their deaths in eighteen seventy four and Speaking about Siamese, as we mentioned, Thailand was known as the Kingdom of Siam and it is the country where Siamese cats came from. The Thai people seemed fascinated by these cats and a 14th century poetry book describes how there used to be 23 different types of Siamese cat, although now there are only six types. It's considered to be a gesture of good luck to present a bride with a pair of Siamese cats on her wedding day. In Thailand, also, another little fact here, there's a festival dedicated entirely to monkeys. It's one of these funny things that in the month of November, there is an annual monkey banquet that is hosted in front of a temple in Lopuri. The locals invite 600 monkeys to feast on a buffet of over two tons of scrumptious food that has all been lovingly prepared by the locals. The monkey's menu consists of rice, tropical fruits, salad, grilled sausage, and even ice cream and the festival is hosted out of the belief that good luck will follow after treating these furry creatures with such respect and uh, the Thais are very, very loyal to their royal family. It's a very serious matter that they must be adored and respected. Every member of the monarchy is important to the Thai population, and the Hollywood film The King and I was even banned from Thai cinemas as it was deemed to be derogatory to the king. In Thailand, Mother and Father's Day are also celebrations for the king and queen rather than just one person's mother and father and it's celebrated nationwide by the Thai people. And uh, the capital of Bangkok, the overhead walkways and the monorails, they must come to a complete stop if any royal personage is passing, passing beneath that platform. And this is because no layman should ever pass above the head of royalty. And there are a lot of those walkways there too. All men used to become Buddhist monks in Thailand in the past. Uh, any under the age of 20 of all social rankings, including princes and kings, became Buddhist monks for a short amount of time in their lifetime. It was never a national requirement, but if they were from a Buddhist family, it was just the done thing. Obtaining monkhood is considered to be a very blessed event and uh, dedicating a portion of one's life to Buddhism is believed that to bring good karma to the whole family. Today, far fewer men do observe this, Uh, practice of monkhood but uh, it still remains something that they believe will bring good luck. And did you know the capital of Bangkok used to be on stilts raised on canals or clongs above the city. It was a lot like Venice with all those waterways throughout the city used for travel and transport. Um, Current days in Bangkok the the roads have been built over these canals over the years and uh, roads are more commonly used now but if you think back it was very very Venice-like in its time. And uh, oh hello to Julie Locksin I'm checking back into the chat room and she's just tuned in so welcome Julie we're just heading down in Thailand today Julie and Sandra Burns is saying she loves the film Anna and the King. Wow that's not that's one I haven't seen that's going to have to go on my list. And uh, Jim has got oh, it's a Disney GIF, the Siamese cat from Lady and the Tramp, and uh, they weren't the same in the live-action Lady and the Tramp. If you've seen that, I did not like the Siamese cats as much. But yet yeah, Siamese cats—they come from Thailand, and that is where we're visiting, a place I'd love to go to. And a few weeks ago, we were heading down in Italy, and we are now heading in in Thailand, in Bangkok. So, what more appropriate? I have a next dance for you, which is called. Roma to Bangkok. It is choreographed by that South Korean line dance queen Young Hae-Yoon. Yo, Vestiti in fretta perché voglia
7: di far festa Il trucco e la bellezza in testa Abbiamo visto il cielo piangerci addosso Perciò balliamo ora che il sole è nostro Voglio una musica che mi ricorda l'Africa All'improvviso tutto il mondo cambia pagina Innamorarsi con la luna nel mare Partire e
4: tornare senza sapere quando Andata senza ritorno Ti seguire fino in capo al mondo All'ultimo secondo Volerei da te e da me
7: Staccato il tuo lavoro almeno per un po'. La vita costa meno, trasferiamoci a Bangkok. Dove la metropoli incontra i tropici e tra le luci diventiamo quasi microscopici. A i finestrini, voglio il vento in faccia. Alza il volume della traccia. Torneremo a casa solo quando il sole sorge. Questa vita ti sconvolge. Senza sapere
4: quando, andando senza ritorno, ti seguire fino in capo al mondo, all'ultimo secondo. I do cuando...
0: PM Sunday night. That can only mean one thing it's a classic with Julie Lockton looking back on thirty years of fun.
1: So that last one was Roma to Bangkok. Thank you Yoon for that brilliant choreography. It was choreographed by Jung Hai Yoon from South Korea and uh, you may know her if you've seen her videos as the line dance queen. I missed one of these comments a little bit above. I'm just going to read Carolyn's comment in the chat room here. She's saying she spent a month in Thailand in 2002, loved every second. At the time the movie you mentioned, The Beach, had just been released just a year earlier or so. And the island where it was filmed was still closed to tourism. But she says she thinks it's open now. Uh, Carolyn, you spent some time, you say, here on what I would say is the island of Koh Phi Phi. But you're just letting us know that it's pronounced differently in Thai. It's pronounced Koh Phi Phi. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I think Kofi sounds nicer. I don't, <laughs> but yeah, it's great to learn pronunciations. As you know, sometimes I get them spot on. Sometimes I get them way off on this show. Um, always nice to know how something is said properly. And uh, I love, love being in Thailand with you today. Thank you for hitching a ride here with me. Uh, has anybody else visited? Is it on your list? It has been on my list since that movie came out. In I think, as Carolyn said, around two thousand and two. Um, and I would love to go there. Again, my neighbors talk about it all the time. They have a house there. They live six months of the year in their home in Thailand and six months of the year here next door to me, which uh, I I don't know if it's because my kids are so noisy. That may be why they want to go to the other side of the world for six months of the year. (laughs) Um, And Thailand is the actual number one orchid exporter in the world as well. A lot of the orchids come from there. And uh, just another piece of advice, it's disrespectful to touch anybody from Thailand on the head. Anybody, that includes children too. So don't do it. Uh, Thailand is home to one tenth of the world's species of animals. That's a huge amount for one country. It's home to the smallest mammal, the biggest fish and the largest living lizard in the world. That's the monitor lizard which can grow up to seven feet. Thailand consists of 1,430 islands. 35,000 temples are in Thailand. Again, that's a huge amount. And it has a population of nearly 67 million. Each year around six million visitors pop to Thailand and that's not even including those that I say are like my neighbor who go and reside there for a lot of the time. It looks a most amazing place. It makes me want to watch that movie again that we were talking about and um, Bangkok again is is just flourishing with culture Uh, and uh, of course one more dance that i have to play just to finish off our time in thailand is choreographed by simon ward it's to the song i want love by chris stapleton but because of a recent visit simon had been having there he decided to name it thai want love some pop by Simon Ward what a beautiful track that is and it's playing us out of Thailand as we're getting ready to leave there and uh, just after a lovely gif by Julie Lockton showing the the Visit Thailand and all those lovely images in the chat room we're having a bit of chat about it in there so I'm just looking into the comments and uh, we were talking about the film uh, Anna and the King Sandra Burns has said I must watch it Hayley you must watch it Jodie Foster was amazing uh, Chow Yun-fat awesome and Tom Felton was in it as well and he was really good now Tom Felton he's the guy that played Draco Malfoy right in Harry Harry Potter he he was a good actor as a child too and Claire Kitching is saying Thailand was our last international holiday six years ago that's cool I hope you have some lovely memories of that Claire Um, I bet you too I bet you have some amazing pictures too and um, we're just talking about the dancers that we've played and Tom Sanju is saying love the voice of Jeezy uh, ferreri and I hope I pronounce her name right she has such a deep and rich voice she does I love that song actually um, um, as well, the um, the one we've played today. And uh, Joan Ord is saying she would love to visit Thailand. I'm completely with you on that. And Tom is saying, have only seen the international airport in Bangkok on my way to Australia. He says he remembers when he stepped off the plane and the humidity hit hit him like a wall. Yes, have you ever had that before where you get off the plane and all of a sudden you just feel the heat? I remember landing in some places like that. Singapore was like that for me. And one particular trip to Florida hit me like that too. And um, Sarah is agreeing, she says, Thailand might just be too hot for me. I can't cope here in Finland at the moment. (laughs) Is it warm over there, Sarah? It's pretty warm here too. I got a little sunburn yesterday. Um, I love the heat though. Love it. Tom was saying he had problems in Australia when it was 42 degree heat. That is very, very hot actually. Linda's just saying about that last dance, Linda Burgess is saying, Taiwan love. Debbie taught, taught us this and can't dance it without smiling at the thought of her singing it. She was so funny. Absolutely love it brilliant i think she taught it online as well again recently um it says she's hilarious with her imitation of chris stapleton's husky voice yeah she's a cracker is debbie uh yeah so you should uh, ask her to teach that one everywhere if you want that impression okay Everybody, hitchhikers, fasten your seatbelts. We're going to hitch a ride to a new destination to finish off today. I'm going to take you quickly, I've got a lot of songs to play here, to Lithuania. Now this was inspired by a Facebook friend, uh, Ada Kubilin, who mentioned about some of the dancing she's been doing. I looked at one of her Instagram posts and in Lithuania, they have this amazing event called the Bridge of Friendship. And this particular post I saw was them dancing on a beach a lot of dancers celebrating the bridge of friendship on Palanga Beach in Lithuania and they were dancing this next song so as I hit off I'm gonna play this song first And if you want to see this video, have a look on Instagram, look for linedance.lt and you will see them dancing La Fiesta Cubana on Palanga
8: Beach. Una vez yo la vi paseando en la calle sin saber qué decir Y me puse a bailar y te pido perdón Soy de pocas palabras pero mucho mejor Te voy a enseñar cómo vivir con poca cosa Cómo cazar mariposas con un mar de colores Yo te quiero pintar Un mar de colores, yo te quiero pintar oh. En Puebla bailan así, se pierden en el momento Al ritmo dicen que sí, les gusta el movimiento Todo el mundo empieza a mirar, poco a poco y cada vez más En Puebla bailan así, se pierden en el momento Me entristece saber, a gente que no baila ¿Pero qué voy a hacer? Pues te voy a enseñar cómo vivir con poca cosa Cómo cazar mariposas Con un mar de colores yo te quiero pintar Con un mar de colores yo te quiero pintar En Puebla bailan así, se pierden en el momento Al ritmo dicen que sí, les gusta el movimiento Todo el mundo empieza a mirar Cada vez más en Puebla bailan así, se pierden en el momento Sí, les gusta el nuevo
1: La Fiesta Cubana, choreographed by a wealth of talent there Roy Verdonk, Daniel Trapat, Mayana Patawa, and Maggie Gallagher from here in the UK. And thank you for everyone to everyone for staying with me in the chat room and Kristen Sandberg is taking a break from the sun you're going to be here with me for the last 20 minutes and uh, Glenn Kennedy is saying Valentina Yuronskaya is an amazing piano player from Lithuania wonderful Tom's saying he loves La Fiesta Cubana it's a nice little improver and uh just looking into lithuania and the things there now and one of the things i found when research when researching was to do with how differently the easter eggs are delivered at easter time now in Lithuania. Easter eggs are not brought by cute, fluffy animals. No, it's Granny Veliku Bobut who does it. Bunnies just help her decorate the eggs and load her cart, and she has a sunbeam whip to urge her small pony forward. How nice, how cool. Lithuania even has its own aroma. It's called the scent of Lithuania, with notes of wildflowers, ginger, raspberry, sandalwood, and musk. So, now you know what this nation smells like. And the oldest language is indeed Lithuanian. So you have Greek, Latin, German, Celtic and Slavic are some of the oldest languages in the world. But they are not even nearly as old as the Lithuanian tongue which is the most ancient one of them all. It belongs to an Indo-European language group and all of the tongues spoken today of all the s- tongues spoken today Lithuanian is the closest one to ancient sang- Sanskrit so that's very interesting to know of course we we were jumping back to Thailand uh, which was once called Siam which comes from a Sanskrit word so we're tying in again today yes indeedy now the next track i am going to play there were a few particular dances that went to this track again it's one of those that's a great track by Meghan Trainor and Ariana Grande now our uh, Rachel. Rachel McEnany-White choreographed to this, Gary O'Reilly did, Rep Mini did, and there was also a couple of dances by Stephanie Chong from Malaysia and Kerry Lassard This particular one I want to um, highlight. Was a winner of a UCWDC Lithuanian Open 2016. It won the starter Cuban dance category and was choreographed by a Lithuanian choreographer. Gintare Kirklite, or Gintare Norville, as I believe she is now, choreographed this particular dance. She named the dance Boys Like You. <laughs>
5: Jump, thinking of your love and my heart beats like a drum Not feeling guilty, cause the water's just right Oh, it might be wrong, might be the time of your life So jump on in with me, let me set you free I'll make you feel like a dream
7: A girl having fun I need to go cool down Cause I know i just friends One look from you baby Then I'm falling back yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it gonna do?
1: There we go. The track was Who is Fancy? And the dance was called Boys Like You. And today that was to celebrate a competition winner and a Lithuanian choreographer, Gintare Kirklite. Well done for that one. Really, really lovely. We're in the chat room and Glenn Kennedy is saying tying in again. Good one. Yes, tying spelt like tie, which is where we've come from. And Joan is saying one of my favourite dances. And Tom, of course, is wishing her a happy birthday because it is Joan's birthday today. Now, Joan attends my own classes. She is a lovely friend and she is pretty wonderful. So, Joan, I hope you are having a wonderful birthday today and thank you so much for ta- uh, joining us today, for coming along. And uh, I'm going to play this next one by another Lithuanian choreographer. This one is by Justinus Hjokaitis. It's called Just Don't Mind, and today, Joan, I want to dedicate this one to you because there's a line in this song that says, um, I think it's, I just raise hell, and I thought that's what we do when we get together. We just get up to mischief, don't we, Joan, and we just raise hell to the world. So this one is for your birthday, choreographed again by a Lithuanian choreographer. Let's enjoy this next one, Just Don't Mind.
4: Down an old dirt road, with the grid in my teeth and the gravel in my throat. Jesus in my heart and the devil on my mind, working my hands in the belt of my behind. Never been the kind to run from nobody. I'm a smoking gun, I'm the bullet in the air and the fire in the night. The
1: just don't mind, choreographed by Lithuanian choreographer Justinas Hyakaitis. Very well done choreography on that one. And we're loving that track in the chat room. Tom is saying, nice track, haven't heard it before. And uh, Joan is saying, wonderful, I would love to learn this. And a very happy birthday again to you John thank you so much for joining us sweetie I hope you've enjoyed it and let's raise hell next time I see you the time has come where we have to leave we've been in Lithuania as usual I've got a wealth of facts I haven't had time to play um, just things such as uh, basketball is the most popular sport in the country and several Lithuanians have gone on to NBA fame uh, Lithuanian has one of the fastest internet connections in the world and hey the store is the national bird of Lithuania there is the highest number of hot air balloons per capita in the world in Lithuania and there's an oak tree in Lithuania that survived the Crusade it's the oldest tree in Europe and um, let me see let me pick a few of these out just while we've got one time what is um oh Here's a nice one, Vilnius has an anonymous swing foundation. No, not swing dance. They install swings all around the country, the country, the city, sorry. Often changing the locations of those places to make them something new and beautiful. I'd love to hit down in Lithuania and find more out about that place, but we have run out of time, unfortunately. So just going on and thanking Ada Kubilin for bringing my attention to Lithuania this week. As I was looking at her Instagram Posts. I found that they dance. One of the perfect dances we could have to finish off with. This one is choreographed by Jose Miguel Bellocqvana, and it's just perfect for the end of the show. It is called Goodbye for Now. Thank you, everybody. See you next week.
6: Let's say goodbye for now and go our separate ways. It hurts down to my. Oh. But we'll hurt more if we stay Doesn't mean I don't love you Doesn't mean I don't love you Doesn't mean you lose my security Doesn't mean you can't love me Doesn't mean we won't ever
0: for now. Thursday show, Thursday mornings on Line Dancer Radio with Mike Stringer.